Ladies, ladies a leisure, ladies, ladies a leisure, ladies, ladies a leisure, leisure. Hello and welcome to Ladies of Leisure. I'm Lisa. And I'm Sljana, and we're talking St. Patty's. People are getting lucky, people are <laughs> drinking, people are wearing green, and hopefully people are getting vaccinated. So <laughs> All all the good things, you know, the V's and the greeny greens. Here's a question <laughs> for you. Carlene asked, did you know that the English and the Irish are not really friends? So it's not really a thing you do in England. So I knew, no, I didn't know that aspect, but I knew that like St. Patty's Day in Ireland is not celebrated like St. Patty's Day in America. Like... <laughs> it's more like St. Patty's Day in, in Ireland is seen more as like a family holiday kind of thing. Whereas, or supposedly, I mean, I have yet to go to Ireland. I've yet to leave two hours beyond my home. Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> Everything's fine. But they are celebrated like, a fa- like more like a family holiday. Like we would celebrate Thanksgiving or whatever. I mean, obviously there's like libations there, but I don't know that it's just like... Let's get trashed and wear big, like, leprechaun headgear, whatever. Where in America, it is an opportunity to just sheer debauchery and green eggs and kegs and eggs and all of that stuff. I'm glad you said kegs and eggs. I said that to a couple people and they looked at me like I was crazy. I was like, are we too far past kegs and eggs? I mean, I'm just drinking, right. I'm just drinking Guinness. I got in touch with my... Guinness beer self. I even got the oh one God. that come in the can with the little thingy in it to make it, you know, so fluffy when you look at it. Yes. Like nitrous. Yeah. Yes. Although my husband was very adamant that if you get the glass, that it's not as much of a social experiment. I was like, whatever nerd. Yeah. <laughs> He's a good nerd though. He doesn't get it. Although we should all be nicer to our nerd friends because they basically save the world whenever we like have a pandemic and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I guess I won't make fun of them for it. You know, making making Guinness a delicious drinky drink. You know what? It's so interesting though on the Guinness front because I used to be like, ooh, Guinness is like, ooh. Like it's just, it was like, I don't know. It was hard for me to swallow. <laughs> but now I'm like, Guinness is kind of like a delicious like smoothie. Like then it's just Ooh. the creaminess of it or whatever. I don't know. I just think it's like, it just hits right. So I start getting into it. I forget when I think I wanted to prove like I was a snobby beer drinker to some people, like when Miller and Natty Light were the go-tos, but yeah, I do find it more filling. Like I'm not going to chug a Guinness necessarily. I'm going to savor it. It's going to be beautiful almost disagree i mean i probably wouldn't chug but i think it's so smooth that i could chug it like no problem oh to be fair i have chugged it and there's been carbon <laughs> in my history but i feel like if i pour one like at this moment i'm probably not likely to just like chug it in your face and be like let's get ready to leisure yeah absolutely <laughs> i agree <laughs> so because it's COVID, I'm not gonna lie. I haven't been going out on St. Patty's Day in recent years. It's weird. It's like I've left dressing up in green saying, kiss me, I'm Irish because one thirty second of me might be 
behind. And now I'm like, well, what do you do at home? Even though you just described the Irish stay at home, I'm like, well, it's just weird. Why am I making Irish food? I know. I feel like at home you just, just drank, but that's literally not that much more different than what the entire world has been doing during this pandemic. Right. Right. So could you imagine if this pandemic, they just closed off all like grocery store or not grocery, like just booze was like a non-essential item. Nope. I would literally... It would be like the prohibition or maybe like a civil war where it started or something. People would be blind with their own moonshine. They would have started drinking like that. Rubbing uh, alcohol. The hand, yeah, the hand sanitizer. Yeah, it would be gone again. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah so what I made this year to celebrate was Guinness cheese pretzel bites. Ooh, that sounds Ooh. delicious. I love me some beer cheese pretzels. So this one I had to actually prep ahead of time because the cheese has to be melted. So you take basically cheddar cheese, Guinness, some garlic powder, some just a little bit of cream cheese, melt it in a pan, and then you put yeah. it into ice cube trays and freeze for two hours. Wow, that sounds delicious. The reason you do that is you then take out some refrigerated biscuits, smash okay. it flat, and then pop out the ice cube cheese two hours later and wrap the biscuit around the cube. And then you cook for 12 minutes and it is delicious. Oh, that does sound pretty yummy. I feel like and I want some beer cheese now. Yeah, beer cheese was so good. So like uh, that, that satisfied my craving, but yeah. St. Patty's Day is not one of my like, woo, this was great. But, you know, she's balling my face this time. I know. I feel like in college, though, St. Patty's Day was like a day. Like you woke up early. You got like, you got the started partying at like 10 a.m. and just hoped that you survived into the night. Yeah. Yeah, there was definitely much okay. more like green beer. And I remember going with some of my friends in our 20s to do scavenger hunts in Georgetown and try to find things and do like go out to Irish bars. And now that I think about it, I found most of those things obnoxious because I, I don't like scavenger hunts. And I can easily drink with you over here and not have to, you know, get rowdy with people gosh i got old real fast (laughs) do you okay so obviously the past year hasn't been like normal like interactions operations whatever do you have like and st patty's day is like such a communal day right Right. like everyone's out it's like debauchery blah, blah blah do you now like having been kind of like inside for so long do you have the urge to be like I would be at a bar where strangers are touching me like, or like, I want to go to a concert where I'm being elbowed and like, like pushed around. Like, do you have that? Or are you just like, so this pandemic is going to end and I'll still be fine doing what I'm doing. Okay. So that's a great question because I did get together with my friends, my bubble friends who we do our activities now outside. So they actually had a dinner with a bonfire that was 
Irish food for non-Irish people. So we had shepherd pie, we had a corned beef and cabbage, and we all like sat around eating this with like the Guinness pretzel bites and stuff. So I had that community, but we also were, you know, drinking by a bonfire. So I got a little bit of that and that's what I need. I don't need an elbow to the face by some drunk guy that was like, woo, woo, woo. And then like getting (laughs) jostled. And then to your comment about the bar. So last week, one of my friends who has really been laying low, she has a one-year-old and a older boy that's close to Johnny's age. And she decided, she was like, ladies, let's go to a winery that has a brunch board and Mm, love love that outside on Sunday. And we're all like, she doesn't plan anything. We have to go. So I actually went to a winery. It was (laughs) very windy and we all like stayed masked up. These beautiful boards, because I know you're my charcuterie board, like fairy, you make these magic things happen. (laughs) You would have appreciated. I'm not sure they were better than what you would have created, but I'm going to tell you what was on the board so you can decide for yourself. So it's Creekside Edge Winery. I've been there a couple of times. It's just a beautiful location. Mm-hmm. We were outside and the first board shows up. Now it's $20 per person. You can split a board between two people. So if you and I went, we would be sharing a board and there were six of us at this table. Uh-huh. And so the board comes out and we look at it and we're like, is this the only board? And, you know, if you put your arms together, it's like the shape of like a small personal pizza. And the lady was like, yeah, yeah. And we were like, what the F? Because this board had like two slices of waffle, four slices of egg, maple syrup, jelly, two danishes, but like slices of danish. We're not talking about whole, yeah. whole things here. Danishes. Cheese cubes, salami slices. But again, we were like, okay, so are we splitting the two waffle pieces amongst four of us so we all get a bite? This seems weird. And so she came That's back insulting. and she was like, <laughs> yeah, we were like, we're about to rage. This is our one time we've come out for a while and <laughs> we are not happy. She came back. She's like, sorry, I don't usually work. Sunday brunch days, there's a big ass, and she used the term big ass, board coming to you for the other four people. And sure enough, the size of a small table showed up with eight pieces of waffle, like six. We we didn't finish it. I mean, we mostly finished it. The pepperoncinos were left. We like started licking things at the end of it, but it was fantastic. And we left full and we have flights of wine. So the problem was we sat outside. And so we were masked up even when we were around each other. And four of the ladies out of the six were vaccinated. They're medical and teachers. So when I went in to go use the bathroom, I roll into this giant room that, you know, it has plenty of tables, a really long bar. There was a musician. Very few people were masked and they were packed in like sardines. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is uncomfortable to see because, you know, again, we, we thought we were being daring, going out, sitting outside. It was a little jarring. Do I think like a year from now when the majority of us are vaccinated and this is like, Ooh, glad we got through that. It wouldn't be as jarring. Yeah. Yeah. I can see going back to that. We did have a question at the table though, which was, do we think 
that there's going to be some people like people we haven't seen for a year because they've been for a variety of reasons laying low. I was like, how hard is it going to be for them to go from zero to 100 again? Oh, I know. Yeah. I'm wondering about that too. Like I keep telling Johnny, I was like, our wedding is, we haven't set an official date, but we're aiming for fall 2022. And I'm like, I think our party is going to be a rager. Like it'll be the first people haven't been on holiday in a while, like all of that. And he was like, he's like, babe, maybe, but like, also people might just be terrified to still come out. Like they have like PTSD from, you know, like not going anywhere. So I will never know. Yeah. If you want me, Me if you want me throwing a, party dance on top of your ice luge that's fine you can sign me up for that I'm perfect I'm yeah yeah just get <laughs> oh, ready I start watching a show you know Carlene and I have opposite tastes in shows so when she uh-huh. said she found something that we both can agree on because she does true crime and I'm like did you see this romantic comedy and mm-hmm, the two mm-hmm. shall not meet so she told me marriage or mortgage on Netflix. I just started watching it. I watch it, but I'm not like overly excited about it. So I will say I fell asleep on the couch twice watching two episodes. Um, that's where right. I was. So for anyone who thinks I'm really like thumbs up, I'm more fascinated by, did you watch the first episode? Yes. I watched, okay. I've watched like five episodes. Okay. I keep trying to want it to work, but I'm like the formula, like First of all, like lifetime movies have a formula, right? Like yeah. drama, like blah, blah, they fall in love. But it works every time. I love it every time. I just want more of it. In this series, like I like, I like seeing the house. I like seeing like the potential for like wedding venue. I like that creative aspect of it. But I don't like, it's always like, oh, we got you a sick deal. Like, okay, thank you so much for this sick deal. And then I I don't know. The formula doesn't work as well for me. Yeah. Yeah. So for people who are like, well, you're not selling it. So the idea is it's a couple. They have a stockpile of money. I've seen so far in just my two episodes, 25 to 35K. And Uh they have to choose, do they buy a house? It's usually their first one. Or do Mm -hmm. they get married? And like, to me... (laughs) I was just like, oh, well, obviously you buy the house because that's what I did first. <laughs> right. And the first episode, the dude really wants to get married. Yeah. Yeah. And and she is one of the most indecisive people that I, I've seen. She Everything mm-hmm. she saw. The other thing that I thought was interesting was they were like, they, most of the people I've seen so far want to create an experience with their wedding. So when you said like rager, I'm like, that, I mean, we want to have fun, but I didn't think about like, oh, could we have provided a trolley to have escorted people? Could we have, and the people on the show were like, this is overwhelming. I was like, it is because I wouldn't have ever thought about any of these things. Like a food truck yeah. pulling up outside. But to be fair, you were like, you said you were still like setting up your wedding like an hour before your guests right. arrived. Yes. I was still so, in jeans and a sweatshirt. And yeah, things did not go streamlined as well. That would as be my came. nightmare. I would be panicking. <laughs> like, I would be like, why didn't we throw enough money at this? Like, why am I doing this right now? But I, and, I understand that's like, I'm kind of like an asshole because it's kind of speaking from a point of privilege. But anyway, no, I, <laughs> I, 
I think you would, I would be interested to ha- know how you saw some of the marriage versus mortgage things. Cause I'm like, oh, I was like, these things would never have occurred to me in a wedding. And what also surprised me was some of the deals they're getting for their houses are saving them like so much money. And they're still like, you know what? This is just super important to us. And I was like, wow. Well, and it, as it continues, it's so funny. Well, I don't know if funny is the right term, but weird. Basically, Design. they pick like they pick like okay, we're gonna do this wedding, and then there's they have like a banner that says like due to COVID, they did like half of what they were gonna even ever do. Like this is like for their more episodes uh, in, and then you're like, well, you should pick the house because your wedding probably costs like a fraction of the you know, yeah, price or whatever. So. But then I remember uh-huh. weddings I've gone to, there are some weddings that will stick out in infamy because they were not great as a person attending them. Tell me, I actually love deep dive into this. Okay. Tell me things that you liked about some weddings that you attended that were like, oh my God, this was so smart or awesome. And then the opposite. So I do like interesting foods at a wedding and they don't have to be terribly off the wall. So like one wedding I went to, they had a cotton candy machine and cotton candy is like one of my favorites. I will say that cotton candy machine started smoking in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) I found wineries to be overrated. Agreed. I think it's, I I still think it's pretty. It's it's pretty. Whatever. But I was like, they spent a lot of money to be at a winery and they probably had to bring everything in. And as an attendee, I was like, well, this was not like, I can't stay here. I Mm -hmm. did appreciate when I didn't have to go multiple places. I'm on board with that. Like put me out at the venue and the ceremonies, the plate, like don't add more logistics to this. That's our thought too. Yeah. I, there were times where they, if they gave me a map, I was like, Oh my God, where am I going? And I was like, I'm probably not going to, not going to make it. (laughs) (laughs) So there were great times where I saw dancing work out and I haven't figured out a formula on why dancing works at some weddings and why dancing is weird at some other ones. What do you mean? I only go to dancing weddings. (laughs) So I went to a wedding where my friend was trying to get the bridesmaids and her college friends to start the dancing because nobody was dancing. So then you just have Mm -hmm. an awkward group of like 20 ish people who are so uncomfortable with this, just kind of gyrating like weird Turkey people trying to make the bride happy. And the bride is like moving around like a big wiggle worm because she can't, because like her dress is weird. And it's like, this is, Mm -hmm. this is weird. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I do enjoy being able to meander through a venue at a leisurely pace. So not having like so much structure to it, but yet uh-huh. you can call me over as an attendee and I can like be like, oh, we're doing like the father-daughter dance. And it, it's like very easy. And I'm trying to think if they're, what about you? Like, were there weddings that were, you were like, oh, that happened. We're never doing that. I don't like, I'm with you. I don't like the multiple transportation kind of thing. Like I prefer what I, for lack of better words, I guess like one-stop shop menus. Something that I loved 
was we attended a wedding, it's actually one of Johnny's friends, a wedding in Chicago. And they, as you walked into like their actual ceremony, they give you a glass of champagne to drink like while the ceremony is happening. And like you could get cocktails too and stuff. And I was like, yeah, like don't cut this off. Like let people enjoy this experience, like be able to like even, and it actually worked out like really sweetly, I think, because when they like kind of like sealed their vows or whatever, like everyone like cheered, you know, like, and they like clink their glasses and stuff. So it was kind of like, yeah, you should have a celebratory drink upon the final like kiss and vows and stuff. Like that just made sense. Were there ever any gift things? Like I was just thinking when you leave a wedding, sometimes there's gifts to take with you. Has, can Uh you remember anything that you actually were like, Oh my God, this was great. So it was this same wedding. And I think this is something you would also like. What happened was like you at their wedding, at their like kind of entrance part, there was you had, they had like these animal magnets that held your like table card number. And then it was right. It was connected to like your glass of like champagne. So you walked in and you sat like they had like seating and stuff before the ceremony, you already had like your little glass of champagne, your table number. And then these like really cute, like gold magnets that were like, just interesting. Like one was like the one I got, I think was like a rhinoceros or whatever, but it's like a two person magnet. So you can split it apart. And then like, Uh, I don't know. I just thought it was like kind of clever and I used it like later. (laughs) So I thought that was nice. And they had a fun selfie booth type thing. I do like a a big ring booth. Yeah. With like a ring light and stuff. So I thought that was really cool. The other thing that I loved, which Johnny and I both were like, heck yeah, the bride, like I've never seen anyone that loves pizza more than the bride does. Like she loves pizza and ranch. And so they did a late night snack, which I feel like is a must for all that came out and it was pizza and ranch and it was a raging hit like after it was like maybe like an hour before like 30 minutes before it was an hour before the wedding was like shutting down they brought out delicious pizza and ranch and you were like you know what i've just been dancing this entire night and it's like time for some drunk food and it was perfect like it was so on point so i'm like yeah late night snacks should be included in like a wedding wedding situation yeah, I there was one wedding that like had an over the top candy bar, and it was something that like looks beautiful, but in actuality, I at late night, I don't, I don't want your candy bar. It was clunky, it was no. weird, and it probably wasn't worth all the amount of effort that they tried to make their candy bar look amazing. Yeah, there was another thing that I liked at a different wedding. They did like probably like halfway, maybe like three quarters of the way through the evening. They handed out like noisemakers and like part like glow in the dark, like favors basically. So, like, people are kind of like slowly starting to die down a little bit. But these, like, it, I don't know what it was like grown adults getting like toys, like silly toys that like lit up. And then it was kind of like the thunder sticks. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yep. They're like, yep. you, you can like make noise with them. them. Yeah. Yeah. So they handed a bunch of those out. They handed out like silly glasses and stuff and like people loved it. And yeah, it was so fun. Like, kind of stuff. yeah. And it was so fun. And it like kind of reinvigorated the party again. 
So I like that a lot as well. I think something I didn't like the, my beef is in during weddings is that the bride and groom rarely get to participate in their cocktail hour because what usually happens is when the cocktail hour is happening, the bride and groom are doing like photos and stuff. And I would argue personally that the cocktail hour is like one of the best parts because you, first of all, all these like delicious little appetizers come through and who doesn't love little like hand served appetizers? Like I'm usually at a wedding when that's happening. I'm like, where are they? Where's the gateway that they come out of so that I can be the first one to like sample everything. So I personally am like, you know what's what we're going to do? We're doing a first look in the morning before the ceremony. We're getting our photos like in and out of the way because I want to set like, we're going to pay this kind of money. Like I want to be there for, to be able to mingle and like celebrate the cocktail hour and stuff and eat all the goodies. So, cause usually, cause usually wedding food, no matter how good the cater is, you just can't, it's hard to cook like a filet mignon the right way for 150 people. Like, yep. <laughs> yeah, no, just, I endorse your cocktail hour. Cause that was our, that was our thing. We're like, we only really need three pictures of ourselves. We did the family pictures as quickly as possible. And then it was done and it mingling was great. And then, yeah, you can't, how many chicken rubbery chicken dishes come out and you're like, Oh, this someone paid quite a pricey amount. Like on the show, they were like, Oh, this appetizer food truck thing is $18 a person. And it comes out to like, you know, like if you have 80 people just do the math and you're like, my God, is this worth it? Yeah. Right. Exactly. So that part annoyed me. The uh, Another thing that I really actually liked, because I think depending on the size of your wedding, I've often seen that couples as a, obviously as a courtesy, like they spend a good chunk of the actual wedding, like basically going around and thanking people for coming and all of that, which of course, like that is that is kind, that is a polite thing to do, whatever. But that also means that they're not getting to enjoy just dancing and doing all of that stuff. So what we saw at another wedding was the bride and groom had a bar and they served at the bar. They had, they each had like signature drinks. So if you wanted like a signature, like the, the bride had a signature drink and the groom did. And that particular bar only start like they knew how to make it. And so it was an opportunity, one, for them to kind of be like a gracious host and like serve the guests. But two, if people wanted to talk to them and like chat with them a bit, they could just have this nice and like natural conversation. They're like, oh, congratulations, like blah, blah, blah. And you're serving them drinks. And like, that was an easy way for people to be able to say hi in a like, kind of like a set amount of time. So I really, really was like a big fan of that too. That's a great point. I'm thinking about all the weddings that had signature cocktails. I loved a good signature cocktail, like a Rosemary Collins was one that I'm remembering. And yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. So if you could do all of this for your wedding, you know, I'll, I'll bring my, honestly, yeah, it'll be fine. I'm trying. We're trying. We're definitely, we're definitely on board with doing the one venue location situation and it's going to be a castle. So like, there'll be loads of things to see. I'm excited. Do. 
The other thing we're doing is we're doing a lamb and a pig roast. So we're going to kind of, we kind of want to avoid like, I feel like when you do a roast, the meat will be juicier and stuff. Vice, like you get a filet mignon and a piece of chicken. You get a, like, it's going to be a roast, going to be cooked on the spot. Maybe people will be grossed out by it, like, cause there's going to be a huge like thing. But it's a it's also a nod to both of our cultures. Because like Johnny's Greek, I'm Serbian. I grew up like, you know, kind of doing this as part of like the cultural community and stuff. So it's gonna be great. You do you. <laughs> don't don't let anyone tell you now. Also, since yeah. it's at a castle, can we reenact a battle that includes pillaging and ransacking? Like, can that be part of no. Okay. <laughs> I'll cross that off my list. You can do it. <laughs> you can do it. But you know, I'm too like much of a diva to be doing that kind of okay, thing. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, whatever. But there'll be some time in between where you could just, you know, get some people together, see what happens. Yeah, re- <laughs> repel down the castle walls. It'll be fine. It'll be a great photo op. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. For, for those people that tuned in and thought we were going to be talking about St. Patty's Day and, you know, getting drunk and talking <sighs> about debauchery. Welcome it to the wedding pretty- episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm just, I'm actually just so excited because we can finally, well, as, as long as like the roadmap continues and like we don't get a crazy spike, we'll actually go be able to like see the venues we're interested in. So I am actually like finally like, I'm a real bride. I can plan wedding things like blah, blah, blah. So you're not sorry, the, guys. I'm just excited. You're not the sad COVID brides where they were like, my dreams have been dashed. I'll never I know. get this back. I know. But I, that's the thing. I don't know. Okay. When you were getting married, I get, well, it's not money. Were you a bride or a woman that's like always had her like wedding envisioned or planned or like known like what all the things are going to be for it? Because I just never, never sat there and was like, my sashes and blah, blah, blah. And table liners are going to be this color. And like, I just never, I don't know. I just never like thought about that. No, I was never that person. I would have paid money and I didn't because I was given a budget (laughs) to (laughs) never make decisions about colors, what my napkins would look like. I just wanted the basics and hence why I was setting up tables with my mom and friends like an (laughs) hour before you mentioned like cocktail hour. I was like, Oh yeah. Instead, what we did was we brought cases and cases of Trader Joe's wine and then had some people just randomly pouring things all over the place. It worked out great, but there was no real detail oriented for that. They were like, how should we do this? I was like, just throw glasses at people and fill it and do these things. It's fine. And yeah, I didn't, I didn't have ideas on, I I never had a binder or a dream. (laughs) I mean, I played with Barbies that had wedding dresses and I liked the idea of a wedding dress, but the wedding dress turned out to be like the last thing I really cared about. (laughs) So love that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to go over your pillars, our pillars of ladies of leisure? I know it's been so long since we've done that. I was like, oh yeah, we do pillars. This is the thing we do. Yeah, yes. You've been a Peloton guru. You are in fact wearing your bike shorts right now. Look at that booty. You got such 
a professional. Also, I now wear high socks <gasps> like this because I'm so yeah. cool. Is there a reason for the high socks or you're just like, this is who I am now? It's just a vibe. <laughs> okay, got <laughs> no. it, got it. No, I just want to be cool. I don't know. I just, sometimes wearing short, like weather here is weird. So like wearing like tube socks, I'm like, well, I'm kind of covered. There's no, I'm just an idiot. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Okay. Let's see. Well, productivity, finally getting appointments to go see wedding venues, which has felt really great and exciting. So a lot of emails, Johnny and I like had a master spreadsheet because I just love a good spreadsheet. And we like went through, we, Johnny did a lot of research and like found castles and stuff. I think I found like four castles and he had like 10. So we like sat down, we like color coded, like these are first tier, second tier, third tier, like ones that we're interested in. So we made appointments to all the like first tier ones. We'll see how that goes. And then we'll like, you know, move forward from there. So hopefully we can just pick one of the ones that we're going to go view. And then I can like do the rest of the planning that needs to happen. So that was productive and also like very, very exciting. So that's that. The fitness part, honestly, I'm becoming a crazy person, I think, because now I feel like I'm working out like probably like three to four times a week, like twice a day. So what I mean by yeah, because now I walk in the mornings for at least an hour and I got a Fitbit. So I'm like be a psycho person about like getting the steps and like all of that, which I think I mentioned last time. And then I'll still usually do like a ride in the evening or I'll do like strength training or whatever. So that's that. And I don't know if I mentioned it last time too, but I'm also now getting like pre-portioned like healthy meals delivered to me during the week. So my calories are accounted for and stuff. So basically I'm just preparing to become a beautiful unicorn pony. So catch me at my wedding. I'll look better than I've ever looked in my entire life. (laughs) (laughs) You are doing like all the things for your health and fitness, whereas I have gone backwards. So this week has been rough. I have consumed like a sweet trap. Well, the bears are coming. So like there's that. Yeah. But I have consumed like yesterday, Johnny was actually here and he was like, I really want a burger. And he's been doing really well, like with his health and stuff too. So we like ate a burger, but we split like two burgers. Like we want, I wanted a chicken sandwich and he wanted a burger. So we both had half a chicken sandwich and a half of a burger. Okay. (laughs) And then I don't know. But like before that I ordered gelato one night I ordered, like, I just, I don't know. And I haven't been doing any of that stuff. So it was just time, I guess. And then my laugh out loud moment. I don't know. I just, I just, I don't know. I feel like I'm laughing more probably because I now finally feel like there's hope. There's like, hope. I feel like there's hope. You got your I first shot. Like, it's, it's there. I got, yeah. I got jabs, 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 jabs <laughs> to the tuna shots. Cause right. I'm really funny and original. Yeah. So I don't know. I think everything's like pretty good overall. That's all all I have. All right. No, how about you? That sounds fine. So my butter off the buns has really taken a nosedive in the last two weeks. Last week, you'll remember there was coochie care was open for a few days. So it was more like steps chasing after children rather than actual workouts. And this week I 
daycare is back open. And now it was more getting back into the cycle of work. And yeah. I just, two o'clock would come by. I was like, I should really work out. And then something would like get in the way and I wasn't prioritizing it. So I got to get better. Doesn't help that the, the, it's that time of the month, which means all the food goes in my mouth. Oh my God. We're synced all the way from across the world. We are <laughs> across ocean, just friends, just lady cycle friends. We leisure and cycle together. <laughs> Which for people that don't have that, that just means two friends become ragers together and feed off each other. And if I text you, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to eat all of the mini Cadbury eggs in this bag. You're like, do it. Yeah, I dare you to. And then have an extra one for me. (laughs) So I got to get better about that. But I have been walking more and using my my trampoline more, but it's just, you know, if I look at what I was trying to do was stay on that cycle of doing like a five month workout, two weeks have just sucked it. For productivity though, I've gone back on track. I now only read my self-help books for 15 minutes and then move on That's to the next like, activity because I'm like, this isn't helping. I'm just like reading. I need to start doing So that has helped. And then for laugh out loud. So this week, my guest podcast on the fiddly dicking podcast, which just sounds like so dirty, but it's F-I-D-D-L-Y and then dicking, D-I-C-K-I-N-G. So it's seven dudes that talk to you for about like 15 minutes. They're hilarious. It's like hanging out with like your brothers and your cousins and they update, I think almost every day because they do these guest things. And then they're just talking to themselves about random topics. It's almost like what we do, which is probably why we got matched up to do guests on there. So I did mine. It just came out this week. You can go onto Spotify or Apple music and listen to it. It's called Lords of Leisure. The best part of the episode is when they sing the Lady of Leisure song theme song with us. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. They were like, that song is amazing. I was like, I'm going to tell Sojana because she's tried to change it. But if you guys sing no, it No, I'm me, committed to it now. No, I'm committed to it now and it'll never change. <laughs> Actually, I think like it started because Dan is like so music, like musically oh. inclined. And he was like, oh, if you guys ever want like professional, like whatever, just let me know. And he meant it like, you know, whatever. And I think I was like, yeah, I think we need to like sound more professional. (laughs) But I've gotten loads of feedback from people like being like, yeah, just kind of catchy, like ladies, ladies (laughs) of leisure, ladies. And so it's, it's forever ours. It's it's forever (laughs) ours. And then. So if you want to hear a bunch of dudes singing it, go listen to their podcast. And then I just find them to be hilarious. When they offered words of the week to us, some of them, I think we should try more. Napping? Why why is that not a word we haven't thought of? I don't know. I think we don't nap anymore. (laughs) I I don't nap. You definitely don't. I could, I suppose, but I'm just like a two of a busybody. And I think it shows like just how like energetic I was last week when I was like, you know what? I could, I could use a nap every day. That's how I didn't because there were children, but yeah, 
So we we could we could try that at some point. And there's also a good debate on Applebee's. Are you for or against Applebee's? Just oh, for a hundred percent. They, oh my they, God. There were big fans there. I am a cheesecake factory person. They're like, that's too much because it's a book of food. I was like, I know it's a book of food. See, I'm on team Applebee's because one, the deals and like, it's just unreal. Like two for 20, like that <laughs> includes drinks. And sorry, this is a tangent because I'm team Applebee's so hard. Also like, but like my butthole isn't right. Like <laughs> So that but, was brought up too. <laughs> but when I'm having Applebee's, I am I am happy as a clam. And we did one year for New Year's. We went to dinner to Applebee's, and my God, it was amazing. I was like, I and they have like they have their drink specials where it's like a dollar for a margarita or whatever. And I'm like, you can't in this world, like you can't beat it. No, granted, there's not like too much booze and there's loads of sugar and I feel like you feel cool drinking it and also it makes me feel like a baller because I'm like I could buy this whole bar like a drink and it would be fine <laughs> so anyway that's my little side tangent go Applebee's <laughs> yeah so if you're interested in hearing me as a guest or hearing just the dudes in general their podcasts are like not more than 10 minutes long so you can just binge them while you're driving around and I laugh in my car all the time while listening to them. So shout out to those guys. And I think that's it. All right. Yeah. Ready? We well, thanks. Thanks for tuning in Miss England and getting Miss Patty day up in here. <laughs> yeah. Flush wedding. Flush wedding. <laughs> All right, everybody. All right. Well.